98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning. It is 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Ted Woodward. Steve McIntosh has the day off. It is Tuesday, January 3rd. As we get back to the work week here in the new year, short work week for a lot of people. We'll have our full weather forecast coming up in just a few minutes. Currently in Wichita, it is mostly cloudy, 36 degrees, and we're looking for a forecast high today of only 43. A 15-year-old and a 16-year-old have been booked into police custody on several counts, including battery of a law enforcement officer. This after they got into a physical altercation with Wichita police officers during the weekend. The incident took place just before 7 p.m. Saturday at Roller City in the 3200 block of South Meridian. Officers at the facility were asked by the business to remove a 15-year-old girl who had become upset and threatened staff. Officers repeatedly asked the girl to collect her belongings and leave, but she continued yelling threats towards employees and officers and refused to leave. The girl attempted to strike an officer but missed. When the officer tried to take her into custody, a physical altercation ensued. A second officer assisted, but a 16-year-old boy struck him in the back of the head. Another physical altercation ensued as the second officer attempted to take the 16-year-old into custody. Officers requested additional patrol units to respond. The two teens were taken into custody and transported to the Sedgwick County Juvenile Intake and Assessment Center. The 15-year-old was booked for one count of assault, one count of battery of a law enforcement officer, and one ordinance violation for aggressive and harassing contact. The 16-year-old was booked for one count of battery of a law enforcement officer and two counts of obstruction. Wichita police are investigating the incident, along with video footage circulating on social media that shows a portion of the incident. They ask if anyone witnessed the events that took place or has additional video footage to contact the WPD Investigations Division at 316-268-4407. Rodney Price, KNSS News. And several Wichita community leaders have held, have held a press conference calling for the firing of that Wichita police officer. This is in regard to that altercation. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un is ordering a ramp-up in his production of weapons of war that could be used against the United States and its allies. At a meeting of his ruling party, Kim says his adversary's stance shows a need for him to increase military muscle. The Pentagon has repeatedly reserved the right to respond to aggressors. President Biden was asked about the chance of a round of combat exercises when he got back to the White House Monday, just stepping off Marine One. Despite bluster on both sides, the U.S., South Korea, and Japan say peaceful dialogue with the North can still happen. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. A 40-year-old teacher from the Goddard school system and her baby were killed in a crash Sunday near Greensburg in Kiowa County. It happened on Sunday evening on U.S. 54. Kansas Highway Patrol says the Kia Soul, driven by Adrian Deal, was parked in the eastbound lane with lights off, possibly disabled at the time, when it was rear-ended by a semi. Deal and the baby were dead at the scene. The driver of the semi was from Dodge City. Both drivers were wearing their seatbelts. Yesterday afternoon, it was determined that uh, Deal was a teacher at Goddard Eisenhower High School. Monday Night Football last night. You heard it live right here on KNSS. The Buffalo Bills now providing an update on the condition of their injured safety, Damar Hamlin. 
It was witnessed live by millions of fans Monday night. Buffalo's DeMar Hamlin took a hard hit to the chest during a game between the Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals. The 24-year-old safety got up immediately but then fell to the ground. The Bills released this tweet saying, DeMar Hamlin suffered a cardiac arrest following a hit in our game versus the Bengals. His heartbeat was restored on the field and he was then transferred to UC Medical Center for further testing and treatment. He is currently sedated and listed in critical condition. That's Fox's Jackie Ibanez with that report. A standoff early on New Year's Day in northwest Wichita sent a man to the hospital. 22-year-old woman reported being attacked by a 22-year-old man who left with the couple's nine-month-old. Police then went to the man's residence at the 2200 block of North Richmond. Man barricaded inside the home with the child, fired a gun through the front door. Police were eventually able to get the man out of the residence after many hours of negotiation. After he was taken into custody, he was hospitalized for treatment. A man was injured in an apartment fire in southeast Wichita. That happened early Friday morning in the 1200 block of South Longfellow near Rock and Harry. Crews found smoke coming from a multi-story building. That fire was in a ground floor apartment. The injured man was discovered inside. He was hospitalized in critical condition. Remembering one of the greatest soccer players of all time and a car without a driver leading police on a chase overseas. And, of course, we'll get our full weather forecast coming up here on this Tuesday morning. It is 6.06 with Stephen 10 in the morning on KNSS. It's 6.10 with Steve and Ted in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Considered by many to be soccer's greatest player ever, Pele will be laid to rest later in his native Brazil. Pele dominated the soccer field in life and in death he possesses it too. He lies in the centre of the stadium of Santos FC, a public wake at the team where he spent the majority of a legendary career. Fans joining dignitaries from sport and politics and, of course, the star's family in paying last respects. This admirer said he wouldn't leave until he saw his idol. Oh, You're inside my heart. Pele's body will be taken a short way from the stadium for a private burial. He died last Thursday, aged 82. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. It was a Tesla in Germany. It was on autopilot. And it led police on a chase. The 45-year-old driver of the Tesla was reclined in his seat with his eyes closed and his hands off the steering wheel as the car drove down the Autobahn. As police continued the pursuit, the driver eventually woke up and followed police instructions to pull over. Further investigation revealed the driver had placed a so-called steering wheel weight in the footwell of the car's driver's side, which is attached to trick the vehicle safety system into thinking your hand is on the wheel. The driver is being investigated for criminal endangerment of road traffic, and his license has been suspended pending a formal hearing. Ted Lindner, Fox News. It's 612 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Traffic so far this morning here in the Wichita area, well, starting to look pretty uh, good out there. Not really seeing much in the way of uh, problems on the roadways. Do have a stalled out vehicle eastbound on Kellogg. It's at Grove, uh, pretty close to the ramp. Watch for a slowdown there when traffic volumes pick up. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. 
And let's get our weather forecast here on this Tuesday morning. Let's check in with meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We start the day with some patchy areas of low clouds and fog that will gradually move on out. Then sunny, breezy, and colder today with a high 43. Partly cloudy tonight, Tarlo 29. And then sunny, breezy from time to time on Wednesday with a high 45. 46 likely on Thursday. I'm KNSS meteorologist and holiday. And currently in Wichita, it is mostly cloudy, 36 degrees, and we have a breeze out of the west here on this Tuesday morning. It's 613 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS, our first Stephen Ted show of the new year. We had uh, Sunday and Monday off, and here we are on a four-day work week. We'll be with you the rest of the week and get you started in the new year here on 2023. This is if you you know the song the twelve days of Christmas. Yeah, if you're keeping count. This is the tenth day of Christmas. So, all those uh, lords are leaping. Oh yeah, will be coming into your life. <laughs> and we always have this every thanks to inflation. Your true love is going to have to spend a lot of money showering you with all these turtle doves, golden rings, dozen drummers, and so on this Christmas season. The cost for the dozen items outlined in the twelve days of Christmas song hit a record high this year of more than forty five thousand dollars. Even the 12 Days of Christmas is subject to inflation. That's a 10.5% leap from last year, according to financial services firm PNC, which released its 39th annual Christmas price index. Mm. It measures the average price uh, change in prices for the 12 gifts in the Christmas carol. Uh, yeah, uh, so, you know, elevated, uh, you know, everything's up. Energy, supply chain, groceries, and the 12 Days of Christmas stuff. The cost of a partridge in a pear tree is up nearly 26%, mostly because of Big-time fertilizer rise in costs. Ah. French hens and turtle doves are more expensive because their food, like like the food we eat, is, right, is right. more expensive. Investors are rushing to a store of value assets of precious metals. Gold ring price is up 39%. Yeah. Uh, Lords of Leapin', ladies dancing because of labor shortages and wage increases. Lords of Leapin' are 24% more expensive. Ladies dancing 10% more. So it's a different slant on inflation. Yeah. Partridge up 26%, turtle doves up 33%, French hens 25%. Thank goodness for four calling birds. Four calling birds remains unchanged. Wow. Inflation has not hit the calling the bird calling market. Calling birds. Okay. And there's some others that aren't. Uh, let's see. Uh, five gold rings. We told you about that. Six geese are laying up 9%. Uh, the other two that are unchanged are swans are swimming and maids are milking. Hmm. Same price as last year. Yeah, geese laying is up. Geese laying is up nine percent. So, well, well, yeah, I, why I'm surprised is, I mean, geese are kind of common out there. They're yeah, we can yeah, get them up, over here at our pond. Up from zero, really? <laughs> and then find the, geese laying just know. laying around everywhere. And then the rest is more expensive. Uh, ladies dancing ten percent. <laughs> Lords are leaping. Yeah, we told you about that. Pipers piping up two and a half percent. Drummers drumming up two and a half percent. So if you want to purchase all 364 gifts in the song, $197,000, about a 10% increase from last year. I would I would have guessed much more. Yeah. I would have guessed much much more. Well, I mean that, that's basically what that's basically what inflation is, about 10 or 11%. Well, stuff yeah, more expensive than last year. So this stuff is the same. I don't know exactly how they're figuring that though because Lord's a leaping. I mean, so what? You go to England, you go to parliament, you go to the House of Lords, and ask what you'd get for asking some of them to leap. I mean, I imagine that's just an astronomical amount. PNC came up with <laughs> 3000 bucks for that. Oh, come on. 
You ask one of those guys to dance, I guarantee they're going to ask for more than that. <laughs> 616 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. An attorney says uh, authorities in Louisiana using facial recognition technology mistakenly arrested a guy from Georgia on a fugitive warrant. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. Guy was jailed in late November in Georgia. His attorney said authorities erroneously linked him to purse thefts in Louisiana. Guy was arrested in November, released in early December. Um, this guy's arrest brings new attention to the use of a technology that critics say result in a higher rate of misidentification of people of color than of white people. That suspect we're talking about is black. He does have a mole on his face. There's an estimated 40-pound weight difference between his client and the actual purse thief in the surveillance video. So, oh, man. So the, the facial recognition technology, yeah, it's not foolproof. And this guy's probably proof of it. It is 617 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. Let's take a look at what's going on in sports. I don't know if I told you that the in, we'll play injury is our sound. Oh, okay. I'll yeah, injury 678. Yeah. Because yeah. we had that uh, Monday night football game last night, and you heard it right here live on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. The Buffalo Bills on the road in Cincinnati taking on the Bengals. And during the game, Buffalo Bills defensive back, 24-year-old Damar Hamlin, had a cardiac arrest on the field. Here's how the call came right here on KNSS. Tackled right there around the ankles on a 13-yard Catch and run by T. Higgins, who last week had 128 through the air against the Bears. And a player down now for Cincinnati. The center, Ted Karras, is on a knee. And there's a Buffalo player down where the tackle was made on the terrific wide receiver, T. Higgins, who caught it. Shallow cross ran and got the first down for Cincinnati. Man. Second Buffalo player down, Kurt. Yeah, it looked like they might have been. Radio and to bring uh, bring out the cart too. I'm not sure who it is. I can't see a number. We're back in Cincinnati, and the second player who is down in the secondary for the Bills has been identified as Demar Hamlin. He's the one that made the tackle on the ball carrier after the receiver Higgins caught the ball. He uh, ran and was. He's a big guy to bring down anyway. And down went. The starting safety, DeMar Hamlin, and so now they have brought the stretcher out on the field. He is surrounded by athletic training staff, players for both teams on a knee, as is the coach. The player, Hamlin, actually got up after the hit and then collapsed, and so that is what they're looking at right now. He was given CPR on the field, and his heartbeat was restored. He's now in critical condition at a hospital in Cincinnati. That game was in the first quarter. It has been indefinitely postponed by the National Football League. We will talk pro football tonight on the weekly edition of the Chiefs Kingdom Show. That's hosted by the play-by-play voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis. That will be at 6 o'clock tonight, and I'm sure Hamlin's injury will be a major topic of conversation tonight on the Chiefs Kingdom Show. That's on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Because Monday night's game was not completed, the Chiefs now are the number one team in the conference and the Chiefs play their regular season finale Saturday afternoon in Las Vegas against the Raiders. So a lot to talk about tonight, 6 o'clock over on KFH on the Chiefs' Kingdom show. We have college men's basketball tonight as Kansas and Kansas State will both be playing their road conference openers of the season. Third-ranked Kansas is heading to Lubbock to take on Texas Tech. It's not easy to go to Lubbock and win there because Texas Tech has a 29-game home winning streak, the second-longest home winning streak in the nation behind only Gonzaga. 
K, both teams are on a, a six-game winning streak. So we'll interesting to well i'm just ku has a six game winning streak i should say i'm sorry uh, fan duel has the jayhawks as a two and a half point favorite to beat texas tech on the road we'll see live coverage for the jayhawks at seven o'clock tonight the game will tip off at eight o'clock in lubbock listen to the jayhawks live on 97.5 and 1240 kfh kansas state also plays its road conference opener it's not going to be easy visiting sixth ranked texas that'll be at eight o'clock tip off tonight in austin both teams we're on a six-game winning streak. Texas has not lost a new game a game yet in its new arena in Austin. Nine and zero on home court in the new building. Both teams are one and zero in the conference. FanDuel has K State as a nine and a half point underdog going to Austin tonight. We'll see you whose winning streak continues tonight. K State at Texas in college football. K State's losing one of its great football players. K State All American running back Deuce Vaughn. Through Twitter, says he is leaving the K-State program and will forego his final college season. He's heading for the NFL draft. What a three years for Deuce Vaughn. 3,600 yards on the ground, 5,000 all-purpose yards. How about that in his three years at K-State? But uh, Deuce, the Deuce Vaughn time in Manhattan is apparently finished. Let's take a look at pro uh, foot, pro basketball action in the NBA last night. The Los Angeles Lakers going to Charlotte and beat the Hornets 121-115. to Nice game for former Wichita State shocker Austin Reeves coming off the bench for the Lakers with 15 points, 7 assists, and 6 rebounds. It's back-to-back wins for the Lakers after they went on the road last night. And a happy birthday to one of the shocker, great shocker baseball players of all time, infielder Zach Sorensen. His birthday, he is 46 today. He is in the top 11 all-time at Wichita State with a 369 batting average lifetime in his career. How about that? One of the Shockers, great hitters and infielders of all time, Zach Sorensen. He made it to the big leagues, too. He is 46 today. Happy birthday to Zach Sorensen. That is sports with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. We're coming up on 623 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. We have traffic and weather coming your way. And what do teens think about their time on social media? We'll find out more on A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. It's coming up next here on KNSS. Good morning. It is 6.32. You are listening to 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. It is Tuesday, January 3rd. Currently in Wichita, it is mostly cloudy and 36 degrees. House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy, Republican from California, hoping to be voted as House Speaker after Republicans take control of the chamber today. McCarthy does not win the gamble on the first ballot. A second will be conducted, something that has not happened in a speaker vote in 100 years. 222 Republicans set to be sworn in today. The number that McCarthy must reach is 218, so he only has four to lose. And in an effort to narrow the number of detractors, he gave in to a key demand over the weekend, which would make it easier for members to remove him from the position if they didn't think he was doing a good job. Now, the election for the speaker will take place prior to the swearing in of members and delegates, so the sense from the large majority who are supporting uh, Kevin McCarthy, they're saying not voting for him on this first ballot would simply hold up business that Republicans have been eager to get to. And that's Fox's Alexandria Hoff with that report. Incoming Kansas Attorney General Chris Kobach agrees to help pay a $30,000 penalty 
And this would resolve a Federal Election Commission complaint. The FEC reported Friday that it had approved an agreement with Kobach, his campaign, its treasurer, and We Build the Wall, a group that raises money for a privately built wall along the U.S.-Mexico border. The agreement resolves a complaint over Kobach's campaign's use of We Build the Wall's email list during his unsuccessful 2020 run for the U.S. Senate as an illegal campaign contribution. Rodney Price, KNSS News. The Wichita Police Department says a recent spike in gang violence is connected to the shooting at Wichita's Town East Square Mall back in March. Officials say the vast majority of the violence is gang-related feuding, and the majority of those are connected to that mall shooting that killed a 14-year-old. Police Lieutenant Chad Beard says gangs are utilizing social media to antagonize each other. It's nonstop. It doesn't it doesn't end, you know, when everybody goes home for the night. They post everything. Uh, they, they talk about it. They put it on Instagram. They do whatever. Uh, and it's it's just continues to feed uh, this information. He says investigators are constantly monitoring local gang activity online. The police department says it's currently keeping tabs on about 150 people in connection to recent gang activity. The Sedgwick County Zoo, recently recovering from the loss of a famous baby chimpanzee, now announcing the passing of a 41-year-old orangutan. Daisy has passed away. Sunday morning, she was discovered very ill and unresponsive. An emergency exam revealed kidney and heart failure. With a grave prognosis for this combination of organ failure, the medical team performed treatment, but after 24 hours, Daisy's condition hadn't improved. Monday morning, the difficult decision was made to humanely euthanize her in order to prevent any further suffering. Daisy came to Sedgwick County Zoo in 2009 and quickly claimed her place as one of the most popular celebrities of SCZ. Often described as a diva, Daisy did everything on her own terms. Daisy is survived by her two children, 11-year-old Kanali and Lily, 4 years old, both still living at SCZ. Steve Boyer, KNSS News. A man is recovering in the hospital. He was hit by a car while he was riding an electric scooter. This happened about noon on Saturday in the 1900 block of East Douglas between Hydraulic and Grove, the man was hospitalized and is expected to survive. Traffic on Douglas had to be rerouted for a time during the investigation. Four people are miraculously alive. A car they were in plunged off a cliff in California. The Tesla sedan plummeted more than 250 feet off the Pacific Coast Highway and crashed into a rocky outcropping. A fire official says it appears the car flipped over several times before landing on its wheels, wedged against the cliff, just feet from the surf. A four-year-old girl, nine-year-old boy, and two adults survived. They were initially listed in critical condition, but were conscious and alert when rescuers arrived. The rescue took several hours. Chris DeMeo, Fox News. Clergy officials and worshipers in the Vatican paying their final respects to Pope Benedict XVI. A solemn procession of clergy and household staff accompanied the body of Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI as it was moved from the Mater Ecclesia Monastery in the Vatican Gardens to St. Peter's Basilica. Benedict, now lying in repose under the high altar, died Saturday at the age of 95. Over the next two days, tens of thousands will wait in long lines to pay their last respects to the only pope to resign in six centuries. Benedict's funeral is Thursday morning. Pope Francis will become the first pontiff in the modern era to preside as pope over the funeral of his predecessor. In Rome, Lauren Green, Fox News. Antiquities illegally taken from Egypt and brought to the United States have now been returned. 
An ancient wooden sarcophagus that was featured at the Houston Museum of Natural Sciences has been returned to Egypt after U.S. authorities determined it was looted years ago. The top official at the Supreme Council of Antiquities says it dates back to the late dynastic period of ancient Egypt. The repatriation is part of Egyptian government efforts to stop the trafficking of its stolen antiquities. Lee Silicera, Fox News. It's 637 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. And let's take a look at our weather forecast here on this Tuesday morning with meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We missed the rain here across south central Kansas yesterday. Most of it fell well to the south and east of us. We'll have some patchy areas of fog here early on. Sunny, breezy, and colder today with a high 43. Partly cloudy this evening as we fall below freezing our low 29. Sunny and 45 on Wednesday. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. And currently in Wichita, we have a breeze out of the west. It is mostly cloudy and 36 degrees here on this Tuesday morning. We're coming up on 638 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. And for the first time this year, it's time to get great information, as we always do this time, on the Commodities Update with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. Well, good morning, Ted and Jad. Well, last week we saw the live cattle make new contract highs, but back on Friday the entire cattle complex closed on the negative side to end the year. For the year of 2022, the live cattle and feeder cattle futures both were up 11.5% on the year. Cash trading volume looks to be light for last week, but prices higher. Lean hog futures were negative in the nearby contracts and positive in deferred contracts Friday. Now, on the close Friday, we saw February live cattle 95 cents lower at 157.90. March feeder cattle 55 cents lower at 186.22. And February lean hogs were down 97 cents at 87. The wheat and soybeans closed positive and the corn negative last Friday. For the year of 2022, corn and soybeans were up 14% for the year, and Kansas City wheat was up 11%. Now, last week, the March KC wheat gained 13 cents, March corn gained 12 cents, and March soybeans gained 39 cents for the week. Now, so far, the new year has not ushered in any fresh market-moving news, and the ag markets will reopen Tuesday morning here at 8.30 as they have not traded since Friday afternoon. At the close Friday, we saw the March Kansas City wheat 21 and a half cents higher at 888, March corn down a penny at 678 and a half, and March soybeans were seven and three quarter cents higher Friday at 1524. Now we're looking at all the other markets right now. They are trading. February crude oil is 95 cents lower at 7931. February gold 15 and a half dollars higher at 1841.70. The March S&P 18 and three quarter points higher at 3880, and the March dollar index a dollar 23 higher at 104 dollars and 50 cents with march dow jones futures up 140 points at 33,425. for commodity trading rag marketing advisory contact left for commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866 go to tom well tom we haven't spoken to you in about four days i assume you made it through the new year all right made it through in good shape uh the weather's a little bit odd over the weekend especially some of that fog that we saw yeah, I mean, one of those days it was nice and sunny, and then yesterday you got all this fog all over the place. So I think we're getting a little bit of everything, just like we always do. Exactly. He's even in a tornado watch. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's all it's all right there already, just in the first two days of the year. <laughs> exactly. But well, at least we didn't do like I was talking to a sister of mine up at North Platte, Nebraska, and they had twelve inches of snow and got four more inches expected. 
Well, I'm glad we're not uh, experiencing that yet. Me too. But, you know, the winter is still somewhat young. We, we, we have time for that to make it here at some point. Oh, exactly. We see some of the biggest snowfalls in February. Yeah, and then we've even had some big snowfalls, I remember a couple of years, on St. Patrick's Day in the mid-March. That's exactly right. Oh, boy. All right, well, we'll just... <laughs> well, that means... We're talking about all the good things, aren't we? That means we enjoy sunny skies the next couple of days, so enjoy it while we have it. You've got that right. All right, Tom, we're glad uh, glad uh, none of your celebratory gunfire or anything uh, over New Year's Eve made it our way. <laughs> I shouldn't say so. I know you didn't go out and shoot. You were probably in bed before midnight, like me. You know, honestly, we had some of our youngest grandkids here on New Year's Eve, and we actually stayed up, Patty and I both, past midnight. That's the first time done that in a long time for New Year's. <laughs> All right. Well, good. I'm still paying the price. Right. Running a little, a little slow here to begin the year. Yes. Hey, Tom, thanks for talking to us. We'll get you tomorrow. Thank you. That is the Commodities Update. Good stuff with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. It is 642 with Steve and Ted in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Things to consider when moving to another state. We'll find out more from the money tracker, Don Grant, coming up shortly. Right here with Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Be sure to keep it here for the Money Tracker with Don Grant coming up shortly. Now, Steve and Ted, it's time for three big things. Buffalo Bills defensive back DeMar Hamlin suffers cardiac arrest on the field last night on Monday Night Football. You heard it here on KNSS. Hamlin is hospitalized in Cincinnati in critical condition. The new Congress opening up. House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy could become the first nominee for speaker in a century to fail to win support from his own colleagues. We'll see how the first round of voting goes this morning. One. Several Wichita community leaders holding a press conference. They're calling for the firing of a Wichita police officer. This after an altercation on New Year's Eve at a skating rink in southwest Wichita. Three big things with Stephen Ted, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Wichita's gasoline prices, uh, high end at 269 a gallon. I saw several stations there, but... Uh, looks like 265 might be easy enough to find out there. Spotted that near Douglas and Washington. Also Douglas and Seneca. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And a look at our weather forecast here on this Tuesday. We're looking at a much cooler day today. Only a high of 43 degrees, but we are under a sunny sky. Overnight low tonight down to 29 on a partly cloudy night. And then more sun tomorrow. Another sunny day on Wednesday with a high pretty much the same as today, 45. Currently in Wichita, we have a breeze out of the west. It is mostly cloudy and 36 degrees. We won't warm up very much. Looking at a high today of 43. 648 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS here on this Tuesday morning. And stock market hasn't been around for a few days. Let's remember how it did the last time it was active at the end of week last 
Lingering fears over inflation and a potential recession weighed down Wall Street this final trading day of 2022. All the major indices closed lower. The Dow closed down 73 points. The Nasdaq lost 11. The S&P shed 10 points. Southwest Airlines has stabilized things and is more or less operating a normal schedule today. Following a week of widespread cancellations and disruptions in service that left a million customers stranded during the busy holiday travel season. And casino executives in Atlantic City are upbeat about things improving along the boardwalk in 2023. They're betting that they can finally put the COVID epidemic behind them. Karen McHugh, Fox News. It's 649 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. Uh, Things to consider when moving to another state. Well, look who has joined us for the first time here in the new year. It is the money tracker, Don Grant, CFP. Happy New Year, Don. Happy New Year to you two as well. Wow. It's uh, it's exciting to start a new year. (laughs) No, it's another day on the calendar. Or it could be that too. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, you've heard it before. You know the grass is always greener. Well, you know the rest. Uh, You know, as you face retirement, it is tempting to fantasize about living on a trout stream in Montana. Okay, Mm -hmm. that's mine. Or perhaps (laughs) having a nice apartment in New York City. Well, that's mine, too. But with any major decision, there are a number of considerations before making that move. Moving to another state could have consequences that go well beyond just finding a place to live and then actually moving there. First of all, proximity to family. Laws, taxes, lifestyle, and the weather may be considerations at the top of the list, and there may be many more decisions to be made that will take some research. Before you call the movers, gather as much information as you can about your new potential jurisdiction. Will it be a new domicile or just a residency? This could be very important when it comes to estate taxation. The Fed has fairly high thresholds to hit before becoming subject to estate taxes. If it's That's north of $12 million for one and double that for a couple. Not all states follow the same guidelines. Fewer than half of the states have their own estate tax. All states in the South and most in the West have no separate estate tax. If the new state is your domicile, that means you will be subject to their taxation. Mere residency just means you're there from time to time, but it's not your permanent residence. If you still have earned income, it's generally taxed according to that source of the income and whether you claim a homestead exemption in that state. It can also be determined by the length of time you spend in a certain state. If it's more than half the year, you're essentially domiciled there. Taxation, particularly when it comes to larger states, can be tremendously complex. And as as with all major financial issues, you need to get together with your certified financial planner professional and your tax specialist to ensure decisions are made in your best interest. But I just wanted to complicate your life with all these little things that you have to do. Happy New Year! Anyway, you have any questions, you can give me a call. The number is 267-0600. And ask for me, Don Grant. Yeah, New Year, new phone number. Exactly. Exactly. New things going. A lot of things going on, yeah. New is it is it a new year new dawn? It's uh, my it's, sister. I, I talked to my sister on the phone last night. She said new year new Ted, and I just like really yeah. Uh, I, I, I mean, don't see that happen. Let's 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 just go with it. <laughs> let's just go with it and say new Ted new dawn. Mm, you know, I, I guess it's a good. You can a say new it. Dawn, but will it really a, happen? 
You've got a lot of new things going on in your life. I, I do, and we're going to talk about those here pretty soon. But I'm not, not ready to do it. A lot of business changes uh, that I'm very, very excited about. Um, but anyway, there's – there's uh, it, let's, come on, let's go with this. Let's go with this new Ted, new Don, <laughs> new Jad. Sure. New Jad. I mean, I love the old Jad, you know. I would hate to see him change too much. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, you know, uh, Jad's going to say something. Okay. No, I'm just kind of preparing myself for whatever <laughs> see, you're going to say. You see, that's the old Jad. Yeah. Yeah, the old I don't jazz. want to be really like is. New Coke. I just want to be classic Ted. Well, but you, you know, you could you could add a squeeze of lemon or something, you right. know, <laughs> or another ice cube or something. Well, well, think of it like New Coke, and then when people don't like the change, you can just go back to being old Ted, and people like the old Ted even yeah, more. Yeah. You know? I, I, I unlike a lot of people, no, not old classic. <laughs> I do embrace classic. change. I, I truly I embrace yeah. change. Well, you, uh, you just, have to. Just because I mean, there's a, healthy. Yeah, exactly. There's always something new to look forward to. It's a new challenge. It gives your mind a little little bump, you know. All right, Don. Few birthdays here. Okay. Now, I, if you would have made me swear on a Bible, I would have thought that Dabney Coleman had passed. It's Dabney Coleman's birthday today, and he is alive. He's ninety-one. Oh my goodness, God, Dabney Coleman. Dabney what iconic Coleman. roles he always sort of played the same role. Yeah, he's always a little yeah, bit snarky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He always played it very well. He he played kind of like the bad guy, but you had empathy for him. Yeah, you know, like in in nine to five. Nine to five you know, hey, really he's just a victim of the times, you know. But uh, anyway, Mel that, Gibson, sixty-seven. Oh wow, he certainly had his troubles. Jesus. How about and I know you've crossed paths with Victoria Principal from I, Dallas. I, I have crossed she is seventy-three with... today. Oh my goodness. Victoria Principal. She probably doesn't look a day over 70. She well, yeah, she does those makeup commercials, does she? Yeah. Still looks yeah. all right. Oh, Still holding man. up. I had a big crush on her. Well, yeah. From Dallas, of course. Oh yeah. To the TV show. Uh-huh. All right, there are a few birthdays for you to get the year off to a start. Don, new new year, new Don. New t- new Ted and new Jad. <laughs> it's here we go. It's just another day. That's true. Yep, but a different hey, number. It's another day. Exactly. Here we exactly. Go. But say, you know what? I'm very, I'm tremendously optimistic, as I am generally. But I just, I feel, feel good. If we are going to wipe the calendar clean, let's, let's do it and really move this year. Sounds good. All right. Thanks Happy for checking in with us. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for having me. That is the Money Tracker, Don Grant, CFE, every weekday morning this time, right here with Steve and Ted on KNSS. Coming up in the seven o'clock hour, of course, our weekly visit with Pete Meitzner from the Sedgwick County Commission. News, weather, sports. We've got more details about that murder suspect from from the uh, murders in Idaho. We'll pass along to you. KNSS News Time, 656. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC, Investment Advisory Services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Fortis Advisors is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS.